Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by Dee. Today I'm really excited because I'm going to be getting a human design reading by Teresa Brenneman. She is a human design practitioner, energy healer, channeler. She is really, really in tune with everything that's going on right now. And I think she'll give a really interesting perspective and she'll help me get to know myself a little bit better in this area because I know nothing about it. But I'd like to thank my sister for introducing me to human design. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and maybe feel inclined to book her after this and get your human design reading and find out where you can improve in your life or what you can let go because the things I've read about it, it's really interesting and I think it'll be very, very helpful. So enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, I just finished my um, human design reading with Teresa and it kind of went a different path, which I'm really excited that it did. And I feel like it gave me a lot of clarity and um, just lifted a whole weight off my shoulders. And I really hope you guys enjoy this um, episode. How she talks about human design, we covered few of the important things that we all should know when we're reading a chart but I highly highly recommend that you book a reading with her because she brings this amazing different side to a reading and it becomes super personal and really uplifting and I couldn't 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 promote her more and encourage you guys more to reach out to her I hope you guys enjoy this episode and just know I'm so blown away and it takes a lot to blow me away and um, just if you're having questions, if you need confirmation on things, which I did, uh, I would highly suggest reach out to her, get a human design reading, speak to her in any way. This was probably my, it was an amazing episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. with being a projector is to know that you see people in a different way you can see through people's bs Mm -hmm. pretty much and you can really like see into people and when you have that ability it you you can come off as like a know-it-all sometimes or you can come off as somebody who like gives unsolicited advice because you just have that gift and that's why the wait for the invitation is so important Mm -hmm. is because not only is it going to mean that that person is ready for your insights and what you have to say to them, but also that you will not exhaust your own energy by trying to put it somewhere where somebody's not ready for it. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What's the, yeah. So uh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the wait for the invitation isn't necessarily, like, I don't want to say you can't, like, start a business mm-hmm. or, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like there are some human design readers that say, like, always wait for the invitation of yeah, everything. Yeah, that's what I've been um, reading, so I'm confused by that. Yeah, and um, I feel like, like, for example, I mean, you've gotten the invitation through psychics mm-hmm. to do this, like, yeah, psychic Facebook thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that would be an example of that, um, and I think what it means is just that if other people are suggesting to you to for you to do something Mm -hmm. that's an invitation and you need to pay attention to that okay um but I don't want any projectors out there to feel like they 
you know, can't initiate when they want to start something, but that it will come easier if they pay attention to the clues that they're being given in their external reality. Ah, okay. Interesting. No, it so does. That's where yeah. that like, and then your, your own intuition will validate it. It's like, you're not going to do something that doesn't feel right. You right. Know? No, I don't usually so, like I get sick from it like very quickly. Is that in my human design? Mm-hmm. Like getting sick from not following your gut or is that something? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like that has to do with, um, you know, I feel like that, I feel like that kind of goes for everybody actually, mm-hmm. but I feel like that definitely has to do with your open spleen because you'll feel it in your body more. Your body is very sensitive. Right. And when, when you're not going the path that you're supposed to be on, your body is trying to give you clues about that. If that makes sense. It does. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what else is important for projectors. Oh, the biggest thing with projectors is to recognize yourself too, because, you know, you need recognition Mm -hmm. and it feels really good to have people see you. And that's why projectors love human design Mm -hmm. because it's like somebody like serving you up on a plate and really seeing you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard for you to see yourself. And so you need reflection from other people um, in order to see yourself correctly, which is probably also why you like that validation and confirmation. Um, But the biggest thing that's going to like move the needle forward for you is recognizing yourself and being like, I know that I'm here to do this, or I know that I have this gift, mm-hmm. and putting that out there, like, you know, on social media, or podcasting, or whatever, and so it serves as a billboard for you to invite people into your aura, Ooh. Or, or opportunities, yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so social media is, like, the best thing to ever happen for projectors who own businesses, because all you have to do is put your gifts out there and recognize yourself, and then that's your billboard and it'll come to you. Right. So you don't have to push and make things happen when you're sharing your gifts. The universe will just naturally start conspiring to make things happen. For Good. You. That's what I got from what I was reading. Just yes, don't yeah. kind of in a way, like don't hustle as much. Can I say that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've been doing it and honestly, right. You have, well, it's because you have that defined ego. You're um, what we call an energy projector. So there's different um, kinds of projectors. Yeah. There is um, energy projectors, there's classic projectors, there's splenic projectors, mm-hmm. and then um, mental projectors. And I guess the splenic projector would be in the classic category. Um, and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah. So the mental projectors are ones that only have a defined crown, mind, and throat Mm -hmm. or any combination of those and then all of the other centers are open um and then energy projectors are ones that have defined motors and you have two defined motors so sometimes you feel like you're more capable of sustaining hard work for longer than you actually are if that makes sense i can i I, really (laughs) Yeah. So you, because of your defined ego, you'll oh. feel like you can work like a generator. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I can, but, but you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. And you're young. So this hasn't caught up with you yet. I would say for most projectors, this catches up with them around like age 40 or so, really? 38, 40. Okay. So ju- if you're aware of this, now, it's going to help you out. And yeah, um, you are meant to work in spurts, like, you know, yes. three, four hours at a time. I work um, better but like yeah, that. Be- 100%. Yeah. 
so energy projectors just need to know if they have a defined root, a defined emotional center, or a defined ego, um, or any combination of those, then they're going to feel like they're more capable of sustaining energy for longer than they actually are. And they just need to be aware of that. Um, and it, and that's where like, there's kind of the myth that projectors are like super sensitive and they mm-hmm. like need to be very delicate with themselves. And that's just not the case. Like, especially for one like you, like you can work and you can like get in there and get your hands dirty. Um, but you just need to still be aware of that, like three to four hour. Um, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I, ideally for sure. No, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just give yourself that permission because you're very efficient in the way you mm-hmm. work. And you can get things done in like four hours that would maybe take somebody else eight hours. So you like the typical work day, like that's going to start going away anyways. I feel like it already is is starting to. Um, People are realizing that like everybody just works differently and needs different Mm -hmm. things. And so, um, yeah, for, for the projectors out there that feel like the world is not set up for them Mm -hmm. um there's they're right it's not but that's changing so that's the good news is that we're coming into a new paradigm where things are really shifting do you like do um do people like ask you with human design like charts like compatibility do people do that or they just want to know themselves alone yeah I've done uh, several like couple readings for people uh-huh. so with human design you can do what we call a composite chart you can probably do this in astrology too yeah um and you can compare like it'll basically combine the charts and then it's almost like you your relationship has its own design mm. and so you can see like what the type of person that you are when you're around them and how your energies affect each other um so it's really helpful to know just like what issues you're gonna have yeah but also what things you have in common like where you do see eye to eye um and just kind of like how to work with each other in that way and it's really beneficial because the thing that I love about human design is like it can teach you how to love anybody like astrology typically you know back in the day is like oh no like those two don't types act. don't work together, yeah. you know, and human design is since we're coming into this new paradigm where we're needing to learn to love one another truly, it's, it's all about having the tools that you need mm-hmm. um, to love somebody no matter what energy they're bringing to the table. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so it's really profound. It's, it is. It's, yeah, it's super helpful in relationships all around like friendships, family, everybody, because you just start to understand, oh, we're just different. Yeah. We just have different makeup, you know, we're, we're operating different vehicles. And I need to see that not everybody is going to deal with things the way that I do. And um, that's funny. That's what I tell people when they're like, oh, like, he's not as compassionate, or he doesn't listen to me um, as much as like my ex-boyfriend did. I'm like, okay, well, your ex was a Pisces. And now you're dating an Aquarius like it's two different Mm -hmm. so I think that's like the best way to compare like an air sign and a water sign like what are you expecting like one is floating up in the air the other one is watery and emotional absolutely that's a great way to look at it and yeah human design is the same it just gives you like the thing I love about human design is very very grounding Mm -hmm. It's very tactical. Like it gives you exact steps to take. Mm. Um, And astrology plays into it, of course. So there's like, you know, if you have a gate in a certain planet, then it's going to show up differently than 
in a different planet, just like any of the energies in astrology or whatever. So, um, but yeah. What's an authority type? Okay. So authority is your decision-making process mm-hmm. in human design. So there's different authorities. There's um, emotional authority, sacral authority generators and manifesting generators are the only ones that will have sacral authority because mm-hmm. you have to have a defined sacral and if you have a defined sacral you're automatically either a generator or a manifesting generator mm. um there is emotion oh, i already said emotional there's ego authority which means that you um op- like your heart is what makes decisions for you um and it's more of like i kind of want to rephrase heart but mm-hmm. it's more they call it the heart center with human design, which I feel like is going to change as well. But you make ego-based decisions, which can come off as selfish to other people, but it's actually in alignment for you ah. if you have this authority. But it really is like you leading with your heart and doing what your heart draws you to. Um, but to others, it might not come off as heart energy. It comes off as like selfishness or you only think about yourself or... But that's not, it's actually in alignment for people that have that. That's so um, cool. Yeah, to be like kind of into themselves, I guess, is like a good way to think about it. Um, and then there is mental authority, mm-hmm. which only projectors can have. There's lunar authority, which only reflectors will have, um, which means poor reflectors. They have to wait 28 days to make a decision. Are you serious? yeah and it's it's more of for big decisions uh, obviously it's not like where to go to lunch or something uh, but um, should I move here for a job yeah, like if they, should I get married yeah stuff like that yeah for my reflectors I really tell them you know they they have so many different chapters to them mm-hmm. and it's almost like reading a new book every month because the, the moon affects them so much based on the energies as they shift in the moon's energies mm-hmm. that they are basically a different person each month and they have to go through the process of really waiting for those energies to complete that cycle that month and to like pick up on other people's energies and um yeah just like complete a cycle in order for them to come to a clear decision Mm. or else you know they could make it like make a decision to move and then a week later their energy is totally shifted and they're like oh no I actually don't want to do that um and reflectors are super magical because they will identify with every single type because they pretty much are all of the types I see that's like Mm -hmm. that could also be a little a lot that's like a lot do they like suffer from a lot of like emotional stuff mental stuff like burning like burnout yeah, um, reflectors are, I would say they are the most sensitive, but they're also the most powerful because they can, they're completely open in their charts and they can ride the wave of like any energy that they want. So they can take it in and like use it, but they just have to consciously know that that's what's happening mm-hmm. or else they can get burned out because they are very sensitive and and by sensitive I don't mean weak I just mean they pick up on everything that's going on Ah, and so um, yeah so I want to make that very clear there there is no weak human design type um, especially not reflectors because they do have the ability to like take in all this energy and like use it like borrow it um but yeah there's they're only one percent of the population so probably not too many people listening to this will be reflectors but they I feel like they always get the like they always get left out of conversation Aww. a lot. So I always like to bring them up because they're super magical. We see you reflectors. 
you're yes, listening. Yes, we see you. What's the biggest? Um, what's the biggest human design group percentage? Um, generators. generators. Generators are about. Mm. Yeah, they're about. I think seventy percent of the population right now. Um, and that includes manifesting generators. So I think generators are like 35 and manifesting generators are 35. Um, and generators are really, you know, they're the ones that are here to uplift others mm-hmm. and energize others and bring forward this like creative life force energy. Um, and they're the builders of society. But again, we're coming into this new paradigm where generators are realizing like, they're tired. Like they don't want to work eight to 10 hours a day. They don't want to build everything. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that's honestly like when projectors came, projectors didn't actually even come onto our world until I think like 1780 or something. Um, And they projectors are here to show us how to be more efficient, how to work more efficiently so that we can have more time to do what we love. And that we can, so we can connect to what we love and do that for our work instead of feeling like we need to like grunt along and just like, you know? Um, And so that's why a lot of generators are waking up that like, I'm a manifesting generator Mm -hmm. and I have the best job ever. Like I, I only work when I want to. And I, you know, some days I only work for an hour and, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. and I definitely used to be that person that was like working 60 hours a week and going all over the place and, um, you know, tying my worth to the work that I do and how many hours and how much I'm hustling and generators tend to be those hustlers of society, the doers, the the ones that feel like they need to get shit done, but they're, yeah, like I said, they're getting tired. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) They don't want to do. Yeah. And when generators are doing what they love Mm -hmm. and what lights them up, they, that energy just like bubbles up and it leaks out and affects everybody. So what they really need to understand is that when they're doing what they love, they are really living their design and they are living their purpose. And if that is their only purpose that they're connecting to is like, I just do what I love Mm -hmm. and I talk about it and I, and I communicate that to people. um, That is their purpose is literally to spread that beautiful, sparkly, juicy energy all over the world. And yeah, it's kind of like a, a file card for them to just be like, well, you know, I'm only supposed to do what lights me up. Right. <laughs> and I want to be pretty firm on that because I feel like people still fight that. They're like, no, it's impossible to make money doing what I love. And we're coming into a time where it is. And so people you really can. need to shift their beliefs. Especially yeah, from where I, I am. A, I'm like, you're yes, like, you have to have a nine to five. You have to just have a boring office job. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. We're both perfect examples that it is possible. <laughs> um, so I want to make a claim just like the difference between generators and manifesting generators because they are they are very similar Mm -hmm. but so everything I've just said about generators applies to manifesting generators Mm -hmm. but the big difference is that manifesting generators I call them the define the divine multitaskers they are people that really need to be doing a lot of different things at once in order to feel like they're living their purpose so a lot of times they will start and stop things. Um, they'll start projects or start learning something and then stop once they it loses its zest and they lose their excitement for it. Mm-hmm. And that is actually part of their design to do that. So they shouldn't feel bad when they quit things, when they stop doing things, because it's almost like they need to try something and really take the lesson from it. And then once they're done, they're done and it will no longer light them up. And that's how the, they know they've already gotten the lesson from it. 
I see. So, yeah, so they really need to not like, and they learn very quickly, which they can have a tendency to need to like go back and relearn steps if they skip steps. Mm-hmm. But they're really here to show people like, oh, we can actually skip steps. Like we can find the easier route, the easier, faster path um, and get there in a different way. And so they're really here to, they don't live like linear lives. They're here to kind of be all over the place. And so I know that's like a shadow for a lot of manifesting generators. It's like, oh my God, you're so all over the place. But um, that's really one of their strengths. And especially for like man gen children, like mm-hmm. their parents really need to cultivate that in them. And, and I know it's really annoying because I'm a man gen and I would do this as a kid, but like I would start and stop different hobbies, sports, instruments, like all of the things. And my parents were like, oh my God, you're quitting? Really? Uh. <laughs> like, like, can't you just stick with it? And then I would force myself to stick with things just to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And then I would be miserable. Mm-hmm. And so mangens really need to know that if they have mm-hmm. mangen kids, um, they need to just allow their child to ebb and flow through their different interests. And that's how they're going to really find their gift. Um, just to use myself as a, an example, all of the things I've been through the last couple of years, I use in my current business, all the knowledge that I've gained, um, you know, I've done body work, I've done personal training, I've done like bartending, all this stuff, everything that I've learned helps me in what I'm doing now in my purpose. So it's not like all for nothing. Yeah. Even though sometimes we want to say that it was. Yes, exactly. We have to just accept it. Oh my, that's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. So manjans have like a, they have a defined throat and that's what, Um, changes things about and generators can have defined throats too but manifesting generators have a motor to the throat so they'll have either their sacral their ego center emotional or um, root connected to the throat which makes them a manifesting generator one question um for me specifically should I be somebody who kind of keeps what they're doing on the down low and not talking about it not talk about it as much or should I share like is that part of human design like should we share more as projectors yes yes we should um, share don't, more yeah you should not keep it on the down low really? um, I'm hearing yeah I'm hearing that there might be times where you feel like you need to keep it on the down low but that is only because you are not believing that what it is you want to do is possible yeah. and you don't want anybody to doubt you however you inspire a lot of people and it's important that you are advertising yourself and your ideas because you have a lot of ideas that could change the world. Oh, you're just so like my favorite like you- person today. <laughs> well, it's almost like you can inspire uh, like maybe something doesn't work out for you. It's like, right. they're just reminding me to be detached. Um, okay. Detached. Because maybe something doesn't work out for you, but it inspired somebody else to do something. And that's really what the idea was for. Ah, so okay. Yeah, so it's really important for you to share your ideas just because, um, yeah, and it might not necessarily be something that you need to actually take action on yourself, which is tempting for you, but um, so tempting. you'll know when it's actually your purpose because it'll flow and it'll be easy and everything will fall into place um, versus when it's for somebody else, it'll feel like nothing is working out. Huh, cool. So how's your life changed since um, practicing human design and teaching it to people? Um, oh my God. <laughs> Tell us why I people mean, should let do me it. count the ways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
I feel like especially for man gens just because that's my personal experience like it was so incredibly validating to me I felt so seen and understood my whole life just made sense and it really gives you so if we think of your body Mm -hmm. as like your vehicle through life and there's a user manual for your vehicle that's what human design is because we all have different vehicles that operate in different ways right and that's really what it's going to do it's going to just going to allow life to flow easily for you it's going to allow you to stand your ground in who you are when other people are like well that's not how you're supposed to do it and you're like no but this is how I do it mm. um and really just allow you to step into your so well your said. purpose and whatever that is yeah and it also highlights you know some karma that you might be working out like we talked about in your reading mm-hmm. um it'll it'll validate a lot of your experiences in that way and it'll teach you ways to overcome that and then what the gift will be on the other side of that I see yeah so it really helps you transform your shadows into your gifts and be able to see things from the whole spectrum like oh yeah like it's kind of like um every energy within the chart has a spectrum it has like here's the shadow side of the energy here's the like the low expression mm-hmm. here's the the middle expression you know the um and then here's the super high expression of that and you're kind of you know in your first like i would say 30 40 years of life mm-hmm. you're kind of oscillating between those energies and once you have the awareness of the shadow it just makes you more it makes it makes the gifts more accessible to you because you know specifically what you need to work through. So good. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited to tell everybody about you. I know it's a, it's. I mean, it's so fun. I love it, and it's something that I want to spread to the world. So I hope everybody tells all their friends about it because even if you don't do a professional reading, yeah. you know, you can look up people's types, and there's so much information out there about the types. Um, and the profiles too. The profile is really important. We didn't talk about that, but um, the profile is really a lot to do with your personality and mm-hmm. how you operate. So a lot of times you might have more in common with people that have the same profile, m- more so than even people that have the same type as you, because it's really a lot about like who you are as a person. So you're a one three. So you're an investigating martyr, which I hate the names that they have given, but I call this one the establisher of knowledge and truth. I actually had a teacher that I like renamed. that. Um, yeah, yeah, Jenna Zoe, she's really good if people want to follow her. My sister loves her. My sister mm, only yes, follows yeah. her. She's like, oh my god, oh my gosh, this is the she's amazing. This is the girl to talk yes. to, listen to, everything. Yeah, and you know what I figured out because I read the Gene Keys, or I'm currently studying it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know if she mentions it anywhere or if she just intuitively was picking up on the same information from the Gene Keys, but mm-hmm. um, they, a lot of the way that she teaches is there's stuff, I think more information that she got from either that source or from her guides or whatever. Uh, that is why, I mean, it started making sense because I took her reader training and mm-hmm. it started making sense once I started reading the Gene Keys, like, oh, this is why she's, like, so different the way she explains things. She looks at it in a multifaceted way. Um, wow. And, yeah, she just has a really positive way of explaining things. And I love the names that she came up with for the profiles. I like that. It's better mm-hmm. than, what was it, Martyr? Investigating Martyr. Yeah, I feel Martyr. like the names are kind of outdated now. Um, the investigator martyr? and the role model are, are really oh. the a martyr is like I think it's like somebody who like, no I know what I just like I didn't okay. I didn't get that word in I don't know why like that word doesn't fit in human design for me I'm not connecting to it 
I don't either. And that's why I don't usually use them. But that's what other people will see on their chart when they look it up. So um, all you need to know about the, the quote unquote martyr, it's associated to the number three. Okay. And it's a person who engages with a lot of trial and error through life. So uh, you really have okay. to like put, put yourself in the fire and like, yeah, I call it failing forward. Like you'll be experiencing a lot of Like (laughs) you have to actually get in there and get your hands dirty and experience it. You can't just learn from somebody else's experience, Uh but the way that you work, since you're an investigator, you're going to research things thoroughly and really get to the bottom of things. And then you're going to go try it. So it's like you have, that's why I called the established, or that's what she called it. The establisher of knowledge and truth. It's because you're not only reading and learning about it. You're also going to go then do it in the world and take the action. So it's like you, like, it's really hard for, you see through lies and you see through bs um and because you're like not only have i researched the shit out of that i've also tried it so Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can't that's why i'm so popular and have so many friends (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's awesome shout out to my friends who are listening i mean there you go (laughs) is there anything else you want people to know about human design right right i feel it's so funny um I'm, let's see. I feel like I'm leaving out our manifestors. And did I talk about like a smidge? But the tell people how can yeah. they how can they tell if they're a manifestor? I feel like you as a person, like I feel like you can look at someone and be like, oh my god! Like if they say one thing, you'll be like, oh, that's a projector. Oh, that's yeah. Some, you oh, can I do, do that, that all right? the time. Oh, okay, it's yeah. so funny. I love doing that. I love guessing people's energy types. Um, yeah, so it, you are, and I want to say that we are all manifestors, as in we can all manifest, right. but in human design, they call one of the energy types a manifestor, um, O-R on the end, <laughs> um, and it's just because what manifestors speak into existence is what happens. Like, they're very quick with making things happen in the world, Lucky. Um, and they're here to rally energy. They're here to, like, gather energy and the the best way that I can describe it is that they are meant to lead but in the past they've been leaders because nobody else has stepped up to the plate and now manifestors are getting tired of only being the leaders and being the only ones that like step forward and take action and make change because they are change makers they're like trailblazers um now they're kind of like I just want to do what I want Uh and like, I don't want to necessarily have to lead everybody if I don't want to, you know? And so the way I describe it to manifestors is imagine that you're like a train conductor and you're driving that train from Paris to France mm-hmm. and you're like, all aboard, I'm coming to France. And the people that want to get on your train will get on your train and you're going to go to France no matter what, you, or not Paris to France, Paris to London. Paris to <laughs> you're going to go to London. I'm like, oh, that's in the same place. You're going to go to London no matter what. But you are just giving people the opportunity to come with you because they could help you on your path if they come with you, if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So manifestors have a lot of struggle with like people pleasing because uh... a lot of times as children, they were super like, intense and they got urges to do things and they would just do things without telling people or like they could get in trouble for that um and their energy is very palpable people can feel it when they walk into a room and a lot of people are intimidated by them so they end up making themselves small when they're supposed to be very big with their energy and um 
it's they that is like the hardest lesson in my experience for manifestors to learn is mm-hmm. like I don't need to people please I can just do what I want because truly that's what they're here to do is do what they want they just have to remember to tell people when they're doing something you know like when they're going to go do something and that's why informing is their strategy and I don't know if I talked about this but the strategy in human design is really um just your fast pass through life it's Mm -hmm. like if you follow your strategy and you listen to your authority like things are just going to be a lot more flowy and easier for you Ooh, okay what was my strategy yours is um emotional. emotional oh no I'm sorry yours is wait for the invitation wait for but you are emotional oh, okay. authority so that plays into that it's like um wait for clarity goes into that got it where can people find you and have their mind blown like mine is right now <laughs> um so they can go to how to be a mm-hmm. um i just love the symbolism of lions they it represents like how to be the ruler of your own life and your own emotions and that's really what i help people do so um, and then also I have, you know, Instagram, um, TikTok, all that stuff. It's just Teresa Brenneman on, on all the platforms. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you so yeah, much for this so spending fun. this time with me. And I'm so excited to tell everybody about you and have people listen to this. And, I love it. Um, I can't wait to hopefully like connect over the stuff we discussed. Yes. I oh can't my. wait. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sharice. It was such a pleasure. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.